Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Welcome, everybody, to the bar. It's your boy, Dwayne, in the building. Right back in here, another Tuesday. Super excited, as always, to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We are grateful that you're listening. Love to start the show off by uh, always shouting out the listeners. You guys are awesome. Um, And you just celebrated the 200,000 downloads with us, man. This was all possible because of you. And uh, definitely can never repay you for just the support, the love, and all that good stuff. And speaking of support and love, and speaking of today's awesome guest, man, I got on a brother that we've been cool online for a while, man, and and I've been waiting for the opportunity to bring him on. And it's so funny because uh, when I asked him, it was almost like a who me, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad he, I'm glad he said yes. Have on, brother, uh, Mr. Jarvis. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brother. How are you? Oh man, I can't complain, brother. You know, lunchtime hustle bustle, but uh, but you got the luxury of clocking out early from an at home job, which you know we, we figured <laughs> out what that was about uh, off air. Um, big homie, just uh, tell the people about you, man. Tell them why. Uh, well, you probably don't know why I got you on the show, but uh, just tell a little bit about uh, you, whatever you want to share, whether it's personal, professional. I'm gonna give the floor to do that right here. All right. Thanks, Dwayne. Um, well, my name is Jarvis Singleton. Um, I am a, a currently a church planter here in West Palm Beach, um, and the name of our church is Redeeming Grace Church. I actually co-pastor it with uh, Pastor Ernest Mitchell, he, um, another guy that you know very well, Dwayne. Um, Godsend. <laughs> I could just say that. <laughs> we should have had Ernest um, call in too, man. <laughs> yeah, we should. He, but he's he's working at the Boys and Girls Club, so I don't even think he could I got <laughs> get get to his phone now. But um, but yeah, um, we've been uh, we've been um, we soft launched last February, um, February 2018. We did our public launch in September of last year. So we're um. We're coming close to the ten month period now in the church. Um I was um we were planted on out of Glendale Baptist Church under Pastor Ken Jones in Miami. Um and we're just looking to uh bring the gospel in particular from a reform perspective here in in West Palm and we're excited about that. I'm also a husband of uh 
to my lovely wife, Deborah Ann, and I'm a father of two little kids. Um, uh, my son, Jaden, is five, and my daughter, Jenna, is two. So mm. uh, whenever I'm not planting and and how I'm doing this side of at-home customer service work, I am doing the father thing. So um, got a full plate, as you could see. Full yeah, plate. man. <laughs> Good deal. I didn't know uh, my our babies were the same age, man. My my little girl's five, and my baby girl is two. Yep. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, man. I mean, I got I got more. You know, they're older, but <laughs> my babies are the same age. That is that's really cool, man. So yeah, I I definitely um here's the cool thing about this podcast, uh, and I'm sharing it with you and everybody. Um, you know, whenever I got the vision about uh, talking about local pastors. Um, it's funny because like on a, on a spiritual level, yeah, this is awesome. I like to uplift local pastors, but then on a practical level, as far as, uh, uh, making sure I got content every week, like you can never run out of solid. Well, I guess maybe not solid, but you never run out of local pastors. So, so Jay, I want to personally thank you for coming on, uh, summertime, everybody get busy, man. And I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Didn't know yours was as busy as that, but I really do appreciate that, man. So as we jump right in with some questions, man, uh, uh, Pastor Ken Jones, oh my gosh, that is a, a really awesome pastor. Like, you had to be called by God to leave uh, from there, man, because I just spent just a few minutes with him at uh, Ligonier and just just love that guy, man. T- tell a little bit about that experience and then about uh, the, the the call or the or the, the lead to uh, plant a church with uh, our big homie, Big E, Mr. Ernest. Well, uh, what happened was um, I met Pastor Jones, um, Glendale, you, before he became the pastor there, uh, the previous pastor used to do um, Miami pastors conferences, and, and they were generally um, he invited uh, several African American pastors, um, mainly to come speak. And Pastor Jones was always a regular speaker, so I met him there. And and then um, once that pastor left, and Glenda was looking for a new pastor, uh, you know, they called Pastor Jones, who was pastoring in um, Compton at the time, and, mm-hmm. and he accepted and became the pastor in about two years after he came, I came on board. He um, asked me to come on board to serve as the staff associate minister of Glendale. Mm-hmm. And I did that for five years um, mm-hmm. traveling up from, if anybody is listening to South Florida, they know the trek from West Palm to South Miami which is mm-hmm. about an hour and a half. Um, so I was doing that practice every day for five years. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it was a, it was a blessing because, yeah. you know, I, I knew, you know, my family, I knew when we went there to worship that we were going to get solid mm-hmm. preaching and teaching. And, and it was just wonderful. So, yeah, I served as um, really his right hand man for five years, a little over five years. But um, in about the fourth year, um, I, you know, I felt the Lord was um, calling me to to actually plant a church. And mm. so that's what I did. And um, um, and Ernest, um, who was pastoring, or was serving as a minister at another uh, church here locally in West Palm Beach, he uh, said that he wanted to come on board um, with us and, and help build the church. And, and that was wonderful because uh, right there, because I'm a big proponent of plurality of elders, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that right there was a big, big blessing. 
and he's been amazing. Ernest has absolutely been amazing. He he has a heart for evangelism, a heart to to preach and to grow God's word. And and we have just had a an amazing time just trying to you know establish redeeming grace as a as a solid and productive church in the area. Nice. So, um, you know, you know, you, you listen to the show enough to know about my background, uh, which is the word of faith Pentecostal, uh, as well as, uh, uh, some missionary Baptists. Um, when you, when, when I guess this process started, um, how was the planting process, you know, with your feedback from your pastor and, and are you guys connected with, uh, any associations or anything like, uh, what what was that that process like? Well, it was it's interesting because when I was praying about this, um, you know, b- before this even came about, the the last option that I wanted to do was plan a church <laughs> mm. because it was just so much it was just so much involved in it. And so when the Lord gave me this idea, you know, it's kind of like. Lord, are you, are you sure it's me you're talking to? <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, but what happened was, I just started. Um, I first came to my wife about it, and I told her, I was like, I believe the Lord is moving on my heart to plant a church. Now, you gotta understand, my wife is one of those let's just take it to the Lord and see type people. But when mm-hmm. she said, I like the idea, mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, who are you and what have you done to my wife? Not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but um, it started a process of really a few months of me just talking with people. Okay. Um, talking with pastors I've worked with, talking with pastor friends, just kind of giving an idea of, of how they assessed me as mm-hmm. well as assessed uh, my, you know, my... Um, skill level to actually plant a church and it all came back positive came back very positive the last person was pastor jones and he really got on board with it because it it really kind of struck a desire in him to want to plant churches good reformed churches in other areas through glendale so it was very exciting for him to to see that or to to hear that and to see what the lord was doing but um and ultimately, um, we did join. We're actually part of two um, networks. Um, we're mm-hmm. part of, we're in the Southern Baptist Convention. However, okay. there is a small group within the Southern Baptist Convention called the Pillar Network. And they are um, a reform, they are the reform group within the network, gotcha. um, within the uh, Southern Baptist Convention, rather. So, what happened was um, I you know, knew a lot of pastors from there and we applied and obviously got in there. But I'm also a part, or we're also a part of the Reformed Baptist Network. And that's a new group that's been around, uh, I think, well under three years. Um, and that, um, that group um, is a little bit more, um, I guess, doctrinally focused than Pillar, mm-hmm. um, largely because um, they're, they're – um, confessional standard is the 1689 London Baptist Confession, which right. is our church confession standard. So um, obviously you have to subscribe to that, and and they have a general assembly every year. In fact, they got one about 30 minutes away from here in two months um, that we meet up every September and, and get together and, and talk about policies and things. So it's kind of a, 
a Presbyterian-ish type model, but it still holds its independence, as most Baptist churches do. Um, but yeah, those are the two networks that we're a part of. Um, I really don't see us getting into any other ones because the more networks you're in, the more spread out you get. Sure. So I kind of like where we are right now. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good, man. So what about, um, uh, in that area? I don't know much about South Florida. I know you was like, you know, people that know South Florida. I, I, I know absolutely nothing about South Florida. Talk <laughs> about the, uh, the dynamic in that area, the community, what are some of the, the, the challenges in the neighborhood you're in? What are some of the things you're seeing as a, a new pastor uh, in that area of planning? Well, South Florida is, is largely a tourist vacation area. Now, most people think of Miami just being that way, but sure, uh, you have people in Fort Lauderdale, like people in West Palm that do it um, as well. West Palm is a little bit slower than the other of than Miami and West um not West Palm but Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Um, it, it's really um, you know for example you have a lot of PGA tournaments here and, mm-hmm. and and things of that nature so it's a little bit slower but generally the thing that's big about um, the South Florida area is that again it is vacation wise it's very relaxed it's very um, you know let's let's do everything we need to do in order to do the things that we want to do <laughs> type of mindset. So that's really one of the challenges is, is kind of, you know, planning in an environment where, where people don't see uh, the, really the value of church. Now, I'm not speaking to the of everyone, but that's the general, um, that's, that's the majority thought. Um, okay. You know, you'll have people at the beach, um, they'll go to church, but a lot of churches will do Saturday services here just to kind of get people in. Um, so, you know, a person would do Saturday. It's so that way they got Sunday to hang out at the beach, be with family and things of that nature. So that's really what you're competing with a lot. Um, also, um, when it comes to other areas, um, they're generally no different from anywhere else. I mean, you, you know, you have the African-American areas that, Look for a form of you know style of worship. You have your Caucasian areas, Asian areas, Hispanic areas. Um, you know that do their thing. So outside of outside of the tourist, the laid back style, South Florida is really no different than any other area that you can think of. So okay, nice, good deal, man. Um, so <clears throat> with uh, with I guess you and 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 Mr. Ernest. Uh, coming alongside you, uh, and I, I know you kind of alluded to some of the things that he he was doing. Like, how do you? Uh, is it just you? You guys are the two elders right now. Uh, do you? Uh, is are the other elders uh, part of the church, or is it just you two right now? No, that that's what we're playing for. <laughs> so, <but laughs> we're the only, yeah. Okay. So we're only two elders right now. Um, we are training uh, another young man, ben, um, Benjamin Dexter, to become a deacon, eventually become a deacon. Nice. Um, but right now, that's pretty much the leadership um, would be Ernest and I and Ben. Would, we obviously include Ben in meetings and things of that right. nature to try to get him, you know, to understand the dynamics of those things. But, but yeah, in terms of the, 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 um, the set leadership, that's mm-hmm. what it's just earnest and I at this point. So gotcha. Okay. 
Good deal, man. So, um, I mean, and that that's awesome that that you know you were able to get him. Uh, I know you spoke highly of him. Get him to uh, to come alongside you. Um, just think about it uh, for a moment. How, how much? <laughs> how much harder do you think it would be? And probably for some of the guys that are listening that have to go solo. Can can you just kind of reflect on that a little bit? Um, well, it would be very hard. Um, I would say, <laughs> honestly, I, well, obviously that's obvious, but I would say that having Ernest allows us to expand our wings a little wider. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem that a lot of guys face is that either by pressure or desire, you know, a lot of single church planners, they, they want to do so much, especially mm. when it comes to connecting to the community, that they they open the door to get burned out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. just a guy who believes that, you know, if it's not in your church, you can you can just wait until it is. Um, mm. So if I didn't have Ernest with me, obviously there are a lot of things we wouldn't be able to do, um, but with him there obviously again we could spread our wings and and reach out to other avenues of other avenues of ministry but i just think that um you know solo pastors whether it's in a church plant or even in an established church you just can't build things just to build them or just to have them i've, I've been in churches like that where where you know the pastor wanted certain things and the people were not there to have it. And it just basically imploded because, you know, if that person doesn't have the passion to really build that area or that ministry, then it, you know, it may stand for a while, but it's going to wither. So, you know, I would just tell other guys to just pace themselves, realize what you have in your congregation, realize what you have in your leadership and work with that and just trust that the Lord will bring the people in when when it's time and then um you know you can do what you want to do i know one thing for example um i would love to have a worship team but right now um and i think we're real close to having one um (laughs) but um (laughs) but right now i just right now we're we're doing you know music tracks you know singing Mm -hmm, along mm -hmm. you know because obviously you know we don't have the worship you know team or the core worship team to do that so you know until the lord provides that's what we're going to do and and when he does then we will make that that change but that's something that i'm constantly telling our congregation to pray for among other things and and we'll you know we'll see everything happens on his time that's right that's right that is as a really good point and you said a lot of really good stuff right there uh for uh, guys in the game and, and thinking about uh planning uh that that was that was really good this is a good time for a break we're gonna take it right here and we'll be right back hey what's up we're guys with bibles i'm scott i'm sean and i'm lee we're just three reformed baptists getting back to the foundations of our faith and the 1689 confession studying scripture discussing doctrine and glorifying god you're going to get the gospel and hear some sound teaching straight from the scriptures and you're also going to hear a lot of laughs 
mispronounced Old Testament names, and almost episodic references to Job and my trip to Israel. Check out the Guys with Bibles podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or the podcatcher of your choice. And visit our website, guyswithbibles.com, to read our blog posts, too. Thanks, guys. We're Guys with Bibles, and we're out. God bless. See you soon. No, you won't. It's a podcast. <laughs> you, I, can, I can see through the podcast. All right, we're back in here with my my buddy, uh, the pastor, the honorable. (laughs) (laughs) Hardly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mr. Jarvis, man. Uh, And and on the backside, brother, this is, you're no stranger to this. This is the bar signature questions. You probably already rehearsed them. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. So we're going to jump right in, man, with the uh, first question. What kind of music do you listen to? Everything everything and if it sounds good i listen to it um nice if you look at my um my playlist um i have everything from sugar ray to to ice cube (laughs) (laughs) i love it it is yeah so whatever but i'm i've become almost like my like my parents you know i've been kind of locked into my era so a lot of my music is 90s early Mm -hmm. 2000s Mm-hmm. Cause that's kind of what I, you know, I, I jam to. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my list right there, man. I'm, I'm locked in my era as well. Uh, same, <laughs> same time frame. Matter of fact, yeah. uh, for sure. All right, man. Next signature bar question. What book or books are you currently reading? Oh, I am. I've been reading a lot of articles lately, but um, I've just picked up to read again um, the works of John Flavel. Um, I was in the Bahamas about a month ago, and uh, a buddy of mine um, that I used to go to seminary with who, who moved back there, he's originally from there, we were talking about um, John Flavel for a moment, and and so I started to get back to reading um, John Flavel again. And also, I've been reading a few preaching books. Um, um, Conrad, Conrad and Bailey has a great one, and also um, I, I'm just finishing up H.B. Charles' On Preaching, um, which I would highly recommend to anyone. Um, it is a very um, practical, um, very um, um, encouraging book in regards to that. So anything that H.B. Charles writes, I would definitely uh, recommend. So that's still what I'm reading right now. Um, again, a lot of also read a lot of articles because uh, Facebook is loaded with them. So I'll stop and read something now again. But right, but yeah, that's pretty much where I am right now in my reading. Nice, good deal. All right, last signature bar question: What podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Oh man, uh, podcasts. Um, I listen to obviously listen to the bar. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but I also um, I listen to uh, Core Christianity with Michael Horton. That's a daily um, broadcast um, where he answers questions on the Christian faith, and I love it because I just I love how he how he preaches and how he teaches the Word of God. So it's interesting to hear how he answers questions that people can call in and ask anything. Yeah. Um, I also listen to Pastor Jones. He and um, three other pastors in Miami have a local podcast called Faith and Sinners Unplugged. That one is very similar to White Horse Inn in how it how its approach is. Um, I listen to Theocast, which is another good, uh, solid, uh, reformed 
podcast, and um, I will listen to obviously the On Preaching podcast with H.P. Charles as well, and Ernest does the Evangelism Minute, um, so I'll also listen to that as well. Um, but outside of those, um, it's pretty much um, anything dealing with the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Um, and I love listening to uh, wrestling podcasts. I just love hearing the stories. I'm a huge wrestling fan. So, oh, nice. So that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I, I listen to um, okay. regularly. I, I listen to other ones as well, but those are the ones I listen to regularly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. So I didn't even know there was a wrestling podcast, but I'm not surprised because there's a podcast for everything. Um, <laughs> and uh, you said you're a Redskins fan? Wow. Oh, I, no, no, no. Oh, you said 49ers. That's right. <laughs> Still, prayer is needed uh, in, in whatever case. In either of those two. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I, I got quite a few buddies that are 49er fans. Uh, cause you know, in the Carolinas, we didn't have a team for a long time. So you're either, you know, uh, 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 Stillers, Cowboys, 49ers. That was the, that's the three that you were if you're older in the Carolinas. So wow. yeah, that's, that's how that works. But, uh, brother, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you so much for taking time out. Um, I'll give you the floor, man, to close out. Anything you want to share? Uh, any words of encouragement? Anything before we head out of here? Thank you, brother. Um, well, first, let me just say this. Um, you know, with all of the, the prior guests that you've had on this show, I want to thank you for, again, even considering to have me on. I'm really humbled and, and blessed to have this time um, to, you know, to talk with you and to, you know, share our heart um, as a church for redeeming grace. Um, one thing I would do is just ask that you keep us in prayer. We're still a small church. Um, however, my concern or my desire is that we will become a church that will uh, grow inwardly um, and, and embrace the truth of God. And and there, from there, you know, the Lord can grow it numerically as he wills. Um, but keep me in prayer as well. Um, I have a, a conference do at the end of the month um, locally here in town at Palm Beach Baptist Church. Um, so I'm getting ready for that as well. Um, but also, I just want to encourage, as we talked about earlier, other church planners, other, other um, you know, pastors to just continue to trust in the Lord. And, and he will move the church and grow his church the way he wants to. Um, don't be captive, captured by um, by, you know, deadlines and things of that nature because God will move on his time. So stay focused, stay strong, and and the Lord will be faithful to his work no matter what. Amen, brother. Good word. Appreciate that. <clears throat> to the listeners, make sure you check out The Bar every Tuesday. Check out everything we have on the network. Uh, on Monday, Pastor's Discussion. Tuesday, The Bar. Wednesday, Just Thinking. Thursday, Mario Esco Live, as well as Biblical Reform Spitters, and every other Saturday, Truth and Fire, the podcast. Uh, make sure you go to thebargear.com. And right now, the the the, uh, the special is still on, still on, celebrating 200K. You can get 20% off everything on thebargear.com just by typing BAR200K in the discount code area. You get 20% off everything all the way up until the month of August. If you're listening to this after August 2019, I'm so sorry. Hit me up. I might still hook you up. So God bless you guys. Until next time, we are out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there